Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of The Trevor Olson Show, episode number, I think, 32. I stopped checking. I just, I click record, and then I remember, oh, yep, the intro I created has numbers in it. I should look. Uh, I didn't, though. But I do think it is episode number 32 on Wednesday, January 6, 2021. 2021. I am your host, Trevor Olson. Happy New Year, folks. Are you excited to New Year, New You? Excited for for all the weights you're going to lose, all the fun things you're going to start doing, all the ambitions that you've been wanting to do for the last 30, 40, 50 years, everything you've been wanting to do, you can finally do it because the calendar changed, and that makes total sense. So now finally, now that you're freed up from the burden of, 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 of the past year, although oh, no, last year was a little, a little difficult, uh, freed up from the burden of last year, now you can finally dive in to reaching your goals and reaching your ambitions. You can finally lose that weight. You can finally go travel. You can finally skydive. You can finally do you can finally go after your dreams and you can you you have energy and vitality and enthusiasm and and you're feeling younger and more vibrant and and you're ready to take on the world because December flipped to January and again that makes sense so this flip from December to January you're a new person you're completely changed you've reinvented yourself my god you've reinvented the wheel you have a new paradigm that you are perceiving the world through the lens has shifted the momentum is moving and all because the dates changed from December to January. It's a miracle. My God. Happy New Year. <coughs> Happy New Year. It's the new year. It's the new you. My God, you're gonna be sassy this year. You're gonna be sexy this year. You're gonna be you're gonna be fit this year. You're gonna be a man this year. And you know why? Because it's not December anymore. Alright? That's why. And that just seems to work for people. Uh for about two to three weeks, and then there's gonna you're gonna probably experience an immediate decline back into the former shell of who you once were, and then you go, oh yeah, there's a reason I haven't done any of this shit for the last 30, 40, 50 years. It's because I'm just I I just yeah, I'm lazy. So happy New Year! I'm excited for your three weeks of change. Uh, it's great to be here. Keep moving forward for those next three weeks, but then remember, just slowly recede back to the old you. Uh, it's much easier to stay that way. Uh, don't change. Don't try to improve yourself. Just recede back into your former self. That's a really pessimistic... <laughs> That's a... I'm fucking with you. That's a very pessimistic way of looking at looking at the new year. But, you know, the new year does bring... Uh, there is something to be said that, you know, when you're placed in a new environment, when, you know, a year does end and you're like, you know what, last year was horrendous, understandably so for a lot of people, you know what, this year is going to be different. And there is something to be said about that. And there's a reason people set New Year's resolutions. It, it does make sense. And I'm, I'm not, I'm just fucking with you guys. But it's obviously the case that these New Year's resolutions almost never People almost never see them through uh, to the end. They almost all fall through. And, and why is that, folks? Is it because we're lazy? Are we useless? Yes and yes. Partially, yes and yes. However, we can we can stay on track a little a little better than we think, a little bit better than we realize. But I'm I'm just fucking with you. It's it's obvious 
that we we all get stuck in our in in our ways, and it's difficult to hop out of these these decades uh, of grooves that we have ingrained in our psyche. It's difficult to abandon them and and form new grooves. It's possible, but it is difficult, and it and it is understandable. So, but I am so excited for you for these next three weeks. My God, you're gonna feel so good. You're gonna lose like eight pounds. You're gonna be like, fuck yeah. All right, I'm gonna show. I'll show you, Trevor. You think you're all, all knowledgeable with your your ha ha January December January joke, um, and you're gonna show me, and I hope you do show me. I hope you do show me. I hope you get after it, and you know what? I hope you stay after it because that's what's gonna matter, folks. It's not about the first three weeks or the first three months, even the first three years. It's about staying after it. Can you do it throughout the rest of your life? Can you maintain it as a lifestyle? It's not a temporary fix. It's not this short-lived event that's going to change your life. It's going to, you know, it's going to change your life when you change your life. And changing your life involves your lifetime. And so you have to, whatever it is you're trying to do, if you're trying to improve your financial goals, your, your spiritual goals, your relationship goals, your business goals, your health goals, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, you got to do a little bit of it every day. All right. That's the secret, folks. It's it's the law of attraction. Listen, I appreciate the idea of the law of attraction. Okay. I'm going to be sweating profusely. I can already feel it. Uh, the heat's on. We're in the wintertime here in the UP. The heat's on, and I'm, 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 I'm fired up, and I'm sweating. Uh, I, here's what I think of the law of attraction. I think that, you know, it's the idea of like attracts like. I've read The Secret. I've read the book. I've read a few of her books. Uh, Rhonda Byron, I think that's her name, if I'm re- recalling it correctly. Uh, a lot of you have probably heard of this, uh, this magical idea of, of, oh, if you just if you believe it, it'll just come true. And... There's a little, little tiny bit of that. There's a little truth to that. But it's obvious that that is an easy sell and people are going to eat that shit up because they go, oh, I just have to believe in myself and then I'll lose 30 pounds. It's like, okay, I mean, no, no, no. What you do need, here's what I think. They leave out a a significant part of of the equation in the law of attraction. Like their idea is, uh, it's like believing yourself equals achieving whatever it is you're trying to believe in. All right. But what really is the actual equation, it's believe in yourself plus work your fucking ass off for probably years and years and years. And then that equals achieving those goals. And then once you achieve your goals, you're like, what next? What now? And that's why some people have a difficult time uh, attaining success. I've even felt this way too. It's like, what am I going to do once I accomplish these certain goals that I want to do? And so sometimes you can can self-sabotage and it's important not to self-sabotage. What's important and what truly brings happiness is moving towards goals. I had a gentleman ask me at my father's store. I was there a few weeks ago hanging out. An old friend of mine was there and he said, Trevor, what's happiness? Very serious question. He was being, he was a very serious man. Trevor, what is happiness? And I said, it's moving towards uh, goals. You said it's not necessarily, it's moving. It's knowing that you're moving forward in the right direction towards an aim that you have. That is happiness, and that, that's what we know to be happiness. It's not—and you can look at the scientific literature, folks. I'm not making this shit up. 
I'm just parroting it. I'm just parroting it back to you. But it is true. It, it's not like once you, achieving a goal is is that in that moment because I've achieved goals. I have plenty of goals I'd still love to achieve, obviously. And you should too. I'm 25. I'm a child. You should still have goals. Goals should be a lifelong, perpetual journey for all of us. And so, but when you, I'm sure you all know this. It's like when you achieve a, a goal, you go great and you feel really fantastic for a very brief period of time and then after that it's like well what now and it, it's that lead up to that goal it's it's like the prepper it's the prepping and the training for the race that you're going to do it's the it's the countless hours of practice to to perform the show it's the it's the hundreds and thousands of hours and thousands of hours of put into a certain craft where you see yourself improving. You go, wow, you know, if I can just apply this mentality to other aspects of my life, wow, maybe my whole life can start to improve and get better. It's it's the quote of, of once you understand the way broadly you see it in all things. It's something like that. And it's true. It's like when I was doing Taekwondo as a young man. We're off to a rip-roaring start, folks. I have energy today. Uh when I was doing Taekwondo as a, as a young man, it was teaching me, and I didn't really necessarily know this uh, in the beginning, but it was teaching me self-discipline. It was teaching me uh, to, to, uh, to push forward and push myself. And it's like you can see you, when you put your effort in and your time in and your discipline in, and it's like, oh, I get better. I can do this. I couldn't do this two weeks ago, and now I can. And then before you know it, you know, after like six, seven years, you're like, wow, I'm, I'm a completely trans person transform person I'm, I'm a trans person i didn't tell you guys i'm a completely you you can become a completely transformed person you know here's here's little little you and then six years later here's you know bigger you and and uh you know you're a completely new person with new perspectives and experiences and understanding understandings uh, understanding and so but for me once i i realized that I just have to work hard at things uh, like I did in Taekwondo. And if you just apply that attitude to every part of your life, to your relationships, my God, you need some help with your mother? Your mother, she's driving you crazy. Well, you're probably driving her crazy too, Kevin. My God, you're a slob. You're lazy. You bitch about everything, Kevin. I mean, my God, maybe maybe your relationship with your father isn't great. Well, Jennifer, work on it, okay? He was working. He was trying to provide for you. As a father figure, I am sweating. And now, and now, you know, he wasn't around for your childhood. Okay, well, now it's time to make up for that that lost time and get to know each other. All right, you gotta, you gotta just a little bit of daily effort every day. Nothing magnificent, nothing extravagant, nothing mind blowing. Just small incremental steps. Every single day. Just little steps every day. How do you climb a mountain, folks? One step at a time. How do you build a brick wall? One brick at a time. How do you make an album? One song at a time. And then break it down even further. Not only one song at a time, but then it's like, once the song comes, you gotta... There's a thousand things going on. It's like, okay, I'm just going to focus on the guitar first. And then, you know what, I'll focus on the drums. And then I'll focus on the bass and then the vocals and then the strings and then the piano and then this and then that and then that and this and that and that. And then after enough time passes, all of a sudden you've got a song. And then not only do you have a song, but if you keep doing it, all of a sudden you have an album. You have a brick wall. You've climbed the mountain. You've run the race. You've accomplished shit, folks. And that's what January's all about. That's what 
the new year's about, folks. New year, new year, new me. New year. I got to ask by my neighbor. She said, are you, what's your new year, res- new year's resolutions? And I was like, I, I never have any new year's resolutions. And uh, I say this as an imperfect being. And by no means do I have everything figured out. I've got a fucking lot to learn. Uh, and I'm striving to do exactly that. But, you know, it's like I, 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 I've always just fortunately been taught from a young age to, you know, you just have to things you just have to work it perpetually work at things. It's like my neighbor, she, she's so sweet. She was like, yeah, I set a New Year's resolution, no chocolate. And then she's like, I already broke it. Ha ha ha. And it's like, okay, well, clearly she's being a bit, you know, facetious and flippant about it. But, um, you know, if you actually are trying to set goals, folks, maybe this uh, maybe this episode's all about setting goals. If you want to actually set goals, first off, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks here, folks. You want to set some goals, do you? First off, good for you, folks. That's a good thing. First off, that's that's the first step. You You realize your life is a fucking disaster. That's good. A lot of people have willful, willful blindness and they just let the chaos ensue. And so you want to change. You want better for yourself, as you should. Not in a narcissistic, egotistical manner, but in, in, a, in a self-care, self-love, better for you, better for everyone sort of manner. And so what can you do? Well, what first off, you got to define what you want, folks. What do you want? Do you want to... What kind of goals are you setting? Are you trying to get some uh, pussy? Huh? Ladies, little dick. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Real goals, folks. Trevor, you pervert. You pervert, Trevor. Um, so um, you gotta write down your goals. You gotta figure out first off, have a name. Have a direction you're moving towards, right? And then you gotta write it. Write it down. I know that sounds horrible and annoying, cause it is. And uh, and it's boring, and you're like, this isn't gonna help or work, and uh, it probably won't, because you know how useful are you, and how useful am I? And uh, but off the, on the off chance that you are serious about obtaining some sort of goal, you know, writing it down and having a clear understanding of a direction that you want to move towards, and then breaking this goal. And the, by the way, the higher the goal, the more positive emotion you're gonna be feeling. Uh, because it's going to be challenging you. It's going to be forcing you out of your comfort zone. And it's, it's going to force you to grow. In order to obtain more... I heard a great line today from a book I'm listening to called The Compound Effect. If you're interested in checking her out. It's a quick one. It's like four or five hours. Uh, I'm listening to it on Audible. If, uh, the Compound Effect. I, don't, I, I can't remember the, the uh, author's name at the moment. But he said in order to achieve more and obtain more, you must become more. You can't just, um, it's this, you know, it's that classic idea of, of insanity. You know, you can't repeat, you repeatedly do the same thing and expect different results. You know, you, you, in order to uh, become more than you are, in order to achieve more than, in order to achieve something that's out of your reach, you're going to have to probably change as a person. And uh, that takes time. Like, remember, folks, things take time. I'm here to be your encourager. All right. I know I said you're going to fail three weeks in. That wasn't nice of me. This show's unscripted, though. All right. And get over it. So I want to see you achieve your relationship, your 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 family goals, your health goals, your business goals. I want to see all of you shine your light. 
I do. I truly do. I truly do. And so, I truly do. I just hit yourself. That means I, I just hit myself. And that really means I, I believe in it. Um, you just got to keep showing up, guys. You got to just keep showing up. Um, it's super easy to just throw the towel in right away, especially in the time we're living in now where everything is immediate gratification and, you know, likes and shares and titty pictures. I don't know what you're doing online, folks. But what I'm saying is you got to keep showing up. It, obviously, we all want things to happen quickly. We all want everything to happen right away. It's obvious. Who wouldn't want that? All right? Everybody wants that. That's not, not how life works, son. Let me tell you something about life, son. Things take time. All right? When I was a boy in the cotton fields of North Carolina. There are cotton fields in North Carolina. When I was a boy in the cotton fields of North Carolina, I worked from sunup to sundown for 40, 44 years. And I finally made enough money to buy my own farm. Well, that sounds miserable, sir. I'm going to just post videos on, on uh, TikTok. I was going to say Tinder. <laughs> just going to post, I just want to post videos on Tinder and just want people to like me. Maybe they can, maybe I can fuck them. Huh? What would you say about getting laid, sir? It's not worth it, son. Women are nothing but trouble. Are you sure? Nothing but trouble, son. Stay away from them. Be isolate yourself. Isolate yourself from from them. I need to look up how to do impressions. I was watching. Speaking of impressions, I watched Seth MacFarlane yesterday on YouTube. I've never looked him up. He's the creator of Family Guy. And uh, he, he does all these voices. You guys know this, I'm sure most of you. But my God, if you haven't just like looked up Seth MacFarlane impressions on YouTube, I highly recommend it because the guy's amazing, like super talented, amazing singer, amazing writer, uh, just such a creative person. Obviously incredibly successful and doing something right if Family Guy's been around for 22 years. Did they come around in like 1999? Or no, is that SpongeBob? Uh, <laughs> when... Did Family Guy get... St yeah, it started in 1999. It didn't get... Did Family Guy get canceled? Ah, uh, I won't get into it. It looks like they got canceled in like 2002, but they got right back at it, folks. Look at them. See? He persevered, folks. Seth MacFarlane persevered. He was three years into making this silly adult cartoon. He gets canceled, and you know what he does? He goes, fuck it. This is good. I know it's good. Let's just look for another program to hop on. And boom, before you know it, they're all over the place in 20, 22 years later, whatever it is. It's a happy ending. And it's still going. It's not even, it's not even an ending. Oh, my God. I just shouted for the last 19 minutes. I know, Trevor. It was fucking annoying. I had one person message me once <laughs> uh, about the show. And it was one where I was all uh, fired up, you know, and those are the fun ones. I had a bunch of great people, a bunch of people reach out and said they loved it. It was a great show. And I know I talked about this briefly one other time. But one person messaged me and they were like, I did not like this episode. Like, I had to stop listening. My God, it was, I couldn't get through it. And I was like, how the, first off, like, do you think, fuck you. No, I mean, I shouldn't, I take, I shouldn't take criticism to heart, but I do. And criticism, I, I it affects me. And so, but, it, you know, you got to try to mitigate that sort of thing. That's something I have to work on. There you go. There's a goal for 2021, Trevor. Don't let criticism uh, 
eat you away. So, there's something like that. And so this person was like, I just, I really didn't like that one. It's like, do you think I just made it for you? Random human being? I didn't like that one. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me change it for you. I didn't like this one either. Stop listening. I don't know what to tell these people. I, I have, I've actually, and this has been good for me. I, I, I've been doing, uh, continued, I've been continuing to do the podcast, which is great. Uh, my Instagram account is back. Uh, it's active again, thankfully. Excuse me, it got deactivated because they thought I was like a robot something. And then it got deactivated again. And so now I'm, and so, so I, I changed my password. And hopefully that, I don't know, I heard that could possibly help. Hopefully that helps and it stops getting deactivated. Um, but one thing that I've been doing is, um, you know, I'm posting my shit, but then I, I'm not really, I mean, I'm, I'm engaging with people, but not like to an extreme. I was for a while, I was trying to like get to every comment, every person and everything all the time. And yes, I'm sweating. And, um, and it was just, first off, once you, you know, I love all you guys, but like, you know, much like myself, you guys are some fucking yappers. Okay. I don't have time to, to, uh, to speak with you about, uh, you know, your fucking Taco Bell run at three in the morning on a last Saturday night. Just listen, it's going to go, we're going to go too far into details. And then you're going to tell me about your mother and, and like your, your broken relationship with your siblings and your health. Like, listen, I, I appreciate your trust. And I've had a lot of people open up to me and, uh, I think it, I think it's because I'm, I'm open with you guys. And so that's what one person pointed out to me anyway. They said, I feel comfortable opening up to you because you've opened up to me. So it's like this idea of reciprocity. And so, um, but I, I, I've, I've pulled back a little bit as far as like, I just, I, I realized I was like, I can't maintain all these conversations, all these different things going on. I was like, I'll just be on my phone or my laptop literally all day, just, just talking to people. And I was like, that's not productive. That's not helpful for like long-term. That just, it's not feasible. So I, I've pulled back a little bit with the engagement as far, like slightly, I can't talk to anyone or talk, talk to everyone. Uh, but, you know, as long as I still show up, I'm still doing the show. I'm doing the fucking music. I'm doing uh, everything, you know, whatever it is I'm doing. I'm still showing up and doing it and trying to give my best effort for you guys to enjoy the show. I just want to make sure you guys have fun and reach your goals and laugh along the way. And I'll shine your light and uh, sound retarded. Uh, you're not supposed to say that word, Trevor. Anyhow, um, so what else is going on in this new year for you guys? You're six days in, huh? I, I started a new job. You're considering a new job. I'm considering a, a, a job slightly. I've mentioned a, I got an, offered an opportunity to do, do personal training. I don't want to talk about that, though, because I already talked about that like last week. Something like that. I had another person message me, a good friend of mine. Actually, he messaged me, and he he's gonna hear this, and he's gonna know exact. He's gonna know I'm talking about him. So you know who you are. And uh, last episode I uh, I did on Saturday on Patreon. I thought it was fucking terrible. I don't know. I was just like lethargic, and I didn't have. I just felt like my I was uh, wasn't sharp, and I didn't have much to say. I listened back to it, and it was fine. Uh, and it's just like anything else. You're gonna have good shows, bad shows, whether it's a podcast or music or, or whatever it may be. The important thing is, is you show up. You have good workouts, bad workouts. You know, good creative days, bad creative days. You just show up. 
But I said right on the show, I was like, all right, folks, that's the worst show I've done so far. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. And, uh, and he messaged me, and he's like, I did not like that one. Another one of these people. I did not like that one. It's like, that's not helpful. <laughs> like, there's, there's, no end, there's no continual conversation uh, when that comes up. And, hey, he's, and my friend, don't, don't worry about it. I'm not, I'm not throwing you under the bus. All right, I'm just I'm bringing it up in conversation. I got an hour to fill, all right? I got an hour show to fill. I've been locked in my room for the last uh, 13 months. Because of COVID. No, 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 no. It shut down in March. So January, February, March. Yeah, like 10 months. But yeah, when criticism, like when there's no, when there's nothing left, there's no open dialogue ready after the criticism. Uh, it's like pointless. Like I, I came out and said, I was like, listen, this show sucked. Sorry. Uh, hope you had, a, you know, stop. I tried my best though. Hope you still had some fun. And, uh, and then, yeah, and then he messaged me. He's like, oh, no, I did not like that one. And I was like, neither did I. What's, why are you telling me this? It's not going to make me feel better. It's not going to make me, first of all, it's not going to make me want to work. I mean, it, it's not going to, you listen, I was going to say it. I was going to say it doesn't want to make me work harder um, because what we need, folks, and what, what I need, what you need uh, in this new year, new you, is all what you need is encouragement. What I need is encouragement. We need encouragement. We need enthusiasm. We need people just to, just little, little bits of uh, encouragement. Like, hey, enjoyed the show. Ah, oh, I thought that one was good. Oh, my God, I really enjoy your videos. Like, things like that. Those are little g g green lights. Those are little green lights that kind of, like, push you forward. Right, so before... Before, if you wanna, if you wanna create some resentment and uh, some some lifelong resentment, just just dive into a, a a sharp criticism of of someone's of someone's work, of someone's life, of someone's being. Just do that, and you'll be sure to uh, harbor. They'll probably harbor some resentment towards you. Uh, it's just something that that we we need to we need to learn to communicate. You know. I highly recommend How to Win Friends and Influence People, that book. If you haven't read it, truly, i dead serious. If you have not read How to Win Friends and Influence People, you're not operating uh, at an optimal level of, of, of communication with, with people. Like, I'm not saying that I, I do it everything perfectly because I for sure as hell don't. But, like, the main principles in this book, like, I can share a few with you now. Uh, you know, it's uh, don't criticize, condemn, or complain uh, to people or about people. It's like that's not going to be helpful at all. So don't criticize, condemn, complain. You know, give honest, sincere appreciation. Um, you know, never argue with people. But you should still be able to have an open dialogue. It's like, but it's all about like praising people genuinely, praising people, encouraging people, um, for example, here's one for you if you're a parent out there. If you're a parent listening to uh, listening to the Trevor Olson show. So, or or an uncle or an aunt or a uh, <laughs> anything, any human being. Uh, here's one little one little change you can start implementing today, folks. A practical thing if you're going to criticize someone, all right? So say say uh, you got a son, little Tommy, and he's been a little shit and he won't clean up his room, right? But he's great at baseball. Okay, it's a weird comparison, but okay, here you go. You go, Tommy, if you don't fucking clean up your room, my God, I will shove a baseball up your ass. That's what you say. No, you don't say that. Here's what you say, folks. 
you go, my God, Tommy, you know, you're just, and be genuine about it. I'm going to sound like an asshole, but that's all right. My God, Tommy, you're just so talented at, at baseball and you work so hard. Actually, let me show you how to do it wrong first. Let me show you how to do it wrong. Ready? You know, Tommy, you're so great at, at baseball and, and you've worked so hard at it and, and we're, we're so proud of you. But my God, man, your room is a fucking nightmare. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's how to do it wrong. Here's how you do it right. You go, you, sh you change one word, folks. One. You change the word, but, to and. Very simple. Let me show you what I mean. Tommy, my God, you're so talented at baseball. My God, you just work so hard. You're so disciplined at it. And I know that if you apply that same discipline to cleaning up your room, your room will shine like you it's something like that you know it's 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 you're you start off with a praise like you know tommy my god you're really working hard and and uh you know you're disciplined and you're competent and then you so you start with the praise and then when you get to the criticism you go and you know what i know if you just apply yourself the way you're applying if you apply the same skills the same sort of attitude that you have in baseball towards cleaning your room like i know your room is going to be spotless and then he's going to be like, oh, you know what? They're right. If I just, I work really hard at baseball and I got good at it. My name's Tommy. If I just clean my room, if I, apl if I uh, apply the same sort of attitude and, and enthusiasm and, 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 and discipline to cleaning my room, my room will be clean. And then I'll have a clean room and be good at baseball. And uh, so then that way, oh my God, that way, um, you know, he doesn't think that the, fir the, the first initial praise was insincere. And, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, folks, we're at the halfway point. I need some water. Halfway point. Halfway point. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to reach out to the show, I'd love to hear from you. The Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. That's the Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. Send me your questions, your comments, your concerns, your news. To the Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. I'll say it again, folks. The Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. It's, it's, it's simple. You reach out. I don't read your message and life goes on. The Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll read it. I'll read your message, folks. Um... Yes, I'll read your message, folks. And uh, if you've enjoyed, <clears throat> if you've enjoyed any of the podcasts in the past, if you've if you feel like I, I've given you some value, if I've uh, inspired you or made you laugh, or if, if any in any little way I have, excuse me, I've helped you in some sort of a manner. Uh, please be sure to go leave uh, leave a, a five star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube. Give it a thumbs up, whatever it is you're doing. If you dig it, if anything like I said has helped in the past, helped you in the past, uh, please be sure to give it a good good rating. The rating's up to you. If you give me a one star, I will fucking hurt you. All right, <laughs> give me a five star review, baby, and uh, and we'll and we'll move forward from there. All right, uh. If you're digging the show, you like the Wednesday episodes, folks, you like it, you like the energy, you like the fun, you like the silliness. You forget that you're living in a hellhole in Louisiana with uh, a drug-addicted uncle. If, if, you're, if, if I'm taking you away from that misery, folks, uh, you're going to probably want to hop on board in Patreon. 
All right. It's 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 self-evident. It's obvious to me. It's obvious to you. And it's it's something my God, you know, you should do it. All right. So head over to Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. What's Patreon? What is it? Patreon. It's an app, dummy. It's an application. You download it and uh, it's for creators such as myself. There's comedians, there's journalists, there's there's artists of all sorts on Patreon. And it's a way for uh, creators to monetize and make some money from what they're doing. Because listen, folks, I put, I put, you know, we, I, I'm happy to be doing all this shit for you. But my God, you try, as an independent artist trying to make money through fucking streams on Spotify, it's preposterous. I'll get out 200,000 streams. And I'll make $400. It's no money. All right. So as a, as a, so as a, as a means to, to uh, help encourage uh, me along and to sustain the show and the music and everything that it is that I do. Um, but really, this is about you, folks. This isn't about me. It's about me. It's about you, folks. It's not about me. It's about you. <laughs> Head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson, and you can gain access to Saturday bonus episodes every Saturday, folks. I'm talking 52 a year. Every Saturday. I think there's 52 a year. Every Saturday, folks, bonus episodes. Some are, most of them are good. Some are shit. All right? Uh, like I said, last week was, was, a, was a horrendous nightmare. But I got through it. All right? Oh, okay, so head over to patreon.com. I need to go to the chiropractor. Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. What can you can I get when I try to sign up, Trevor? Let me tell you, folks. Today's episode is brought to you by Patreon.com. Well, first off, $5 a month. Let's get the price out of the way because I know you're wondering. Listen, $5 a month. That's no money. All right? A month. I'm not saying a week or a day. I'm saying five bucks a month. You can't afford five bucks a month. You got a problem. All right, so if you're interested... $5 a month. You gain access to all the Saturday bonus episodes. Uh, you gain access to daily inspirational messages. You can gain access to uh, early releases of my music. Get it before it's, it's publicly released to anybody else. Uh, you can get a handwritten letter from me when you sign up. An autographed picture when you sign up, folks. Not only that, but you can get t-shirts as well. And also, monthly or bi-monthly opportunities to Skype with me, with Trevor, with Trevor Olson. Skype with me uh, for fun. It's a great time. It's one of my favorite things to do, uh, to get to know you guys on a personal level. And uh, it's from what, it's it's uh, all the patrons who have signed up. Uh, it's one of their favorite things as well, from what they tell me. So, unless these people are fucking liars, it seems that they dig it, okay? So, if you'd like to gain access to a little more fun, a little more energy, enthusiasm, excitement, a little motivation, a little a little stupid shit, uh, head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Do it now or die. Do it today or die from, from cancer. Do it now. Uh, it's not funny, Trevor. Listen, we all know someone who's died from cancer. I'm fucking with you. Okay, head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Uh, sign up today. It's plenty of fun, folks. Pa I'll say it 11 more times. Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. That's patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. That's patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. No, I won't do it 11 times. Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Head over today. Sign up, gain access to some extra fun. My God, you deserved it. Not really, but you could use a little extra fun, I think, I think, and I think you think so too. So patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. That's enough. Enough of that. Oh, let's get comfortable, folks.
what else? What else to say? I'm, I'm starting to think maybe I should do th- like th- half hour shows. I feel like I'm pretty sharp for the first half hour. And then by the last hour, I'm like, I don't know, let's talk about the gym and the sauna and working out and things I always just fall back into to talk about when I need to fill time. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, you know, maybe, we'll see. If, if changes come, changes come. But I also really like, um, you know, I listen to a lot of comedians and, I, you know, I feel like half-hour shows are almost like too fast. But they're also really digestible, you know? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I tried to do a new camera angle today, but it wasn't working because I, because I, you know, I have my background, and I didn't want you guys to see a bunch of shit. I wanted to like have it at an angle, like kind of thing, but on on this side, on this side, and um, but it just wasn't working out. So yeah, yeah. At this point, folks, I don't know what else to say. I shouted for the first twenty minutes, uh. I've got a, a, a wicked case of, uh, what is it, swamp ass. I'm sweating. <laughs> swamp ass. <laughs> is that what it's called? Right? Swamp ass. <laughs> Invo- swamp ass involves a sweaty wetness in the butt crack. <laughs> or general nether region that may soak through the underwear, even the pants. Oh my God, well, yeah, I'm wearing black pants. I don't know if they're soaked through. I think they might. I might have soaked through in the first 20 minutes. I was pretty fired up, guys. Uh, chafing and funky odors are <laughs> also common symptoms. I like how that, and from dictionary.com, that seems pretty legitimate. That is hilarious. Then it just says, beware. <laughs> I re- yeah, yeah. I remember at, uh, when I was going to college at McNally Smith College of Music which went under, uh, due to, due to poor financial, uh, uh, handlings from what I'm aware. Uh, when I was going there, the the drummers would often talk about that. They'd be like, Oh man, you just get wicked swamp ass, man. You play a gig and you know, as you playing like two, three hour gig and you're sitting down the whole time and you're, you're drumming and you're sweating profusely. It's like you're soaked from head to toe by the time you're done, man. Just being on stage, you, you sweat. I remember when I was doing shows in Florida. Well, it's fucking Florida, so it's hot as shit. Uh, I was doing shows down there. Like, I, I thank God it was my manager's idea to uh, to get a fan. Like, something I hadn't thought of. Just something, yeah. And, excuse me, and uh, so I had a fan blasting me the whole time. It's like, I don't know if I would have made it without the fan. I would have threw up on the ladies in the front row and lost consciousness and soiled myself. That's that's probably what would have happened immediately. Uh, what happens when you don't bring fans to the shows, Trevor? I soil myself. I soil myself. What's he saying? I, I think he's saying he soils himself. I soil myself. Um, yeah, yeah, folks. See, this is what we get to. I just start saying uh, really stupid shit. Uh, but hey, 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 no judgment on my part. My God, if you're judging me, I will find you and hit you with a pen. I will throw a pen at you. Don't make me throw a pen. I got a great pen here. What do we got, folks? Pilot G207. If you want a good pen. I remember I used to do this right here. Um, for audio listeners, I'm doing audio only. I'm doing a fantastic little trick right now where I'm, I'm twirling a pen around my thumb. I remember I used to do this in high school. 
I was trying to figure it out and f- figure it out, mate, f- trying to figure it out. And, uh, I would like, it, I wasn't good at it. And so, uh, it took me forever and I'd be sitting there and like in a, um, fucking geometry. Is that what I'm, is that the word I'm looking for? Math, arithmetic. And I'd be like, uh, like a thousand times. And there was uh, this, <laughs> this girl in my class right to my right. And I'd always drop it to my right. Super smart girl, like still really smart. Uh, I'm sure she's probably quite, well, I don't know what, she, I don't know what she's doing. Um, she might be a whore. I don't know. Maybe she's a whore doing crack now. You know, some people let it get away from them. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think she is. I, I saw. I think she's fine. Don't worry, she's not a whore doing crack. Uh, I would drop the pencil by her a thousand times in, in, in the hour. And I remember one day she just looked at me and she was like, can you stop that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you fucking bitch. No, I didn't say that. I would never say that. Not in high school. And I didn't think she was a bitch at all anyway. I was like, ah, she's got a valid point. I'm not paying attention and uh, I'm annoying her. So I don't know. I, you know, I, I, was, I was fine in school. A's, B's, you know, I did my homework. I showed up on time most of the time. I, uh, except in for band, ironically, like, and I, I'm in music. Uh, I don't know. I just knew I can get away with it, uh, I guess. But now I showed up on time most of the time. But man, high school, it, it's, it's, it gets almost weirder to look back on as you, as you get older. As a 25-year-old now. You know, looking back on it, I'm sure people much older than me listening probably feel what I'm about to say even more so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It just It's it's weird to look back on. I don't look back on it with uh, like, oh, my God, I wish I could go back to high school. Oh, God. Like, I just look back on it like, wow, what a crazy time. It's like I had no idea. It's a time of where you have no idea who the fuck you are, but you don't know that you don't know who the fuck you are. Does that make sense? It's just like you think you're on top of the world. It's like, you're 18, you're a senior. Oh, yeah, you're on top of the world. And then it's like, then you then you become, and there's a complete shift when you go to college and you're like, oh, I'm nobody. Who am I? And then you start doing, like, you know, drugs and people. Uh, lots of drugs and people. And then after, like, four years of debauchery, you're like, you know what? You kind of come out of the fog. And you're like, oh, oh God, okay, good. He, Oh, this is who I am now. Oh, okay. I have a little bit of a better understanding. I'm a bit more self-conscious. I'm a bit more self-aware. A bit more cognizant of of who I am as an individual. And then, uh, then everything becomes your responsibility. And then you you have a uh, panic attack. And then you you either dive into your responsibilities and start taking control of your life. And you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm fucking doing it. I'm an adult. And or you just uh, recede backwards like all of you guys are going to do uh, in two weeks from now when you stop pursuing your New Year's resolutions. That's not nice, Trevor. I'm fucking with you. All right. I hope you achieve your goals. I've told you this. Um, But we all know the people in their like 30s, 40s who when you get in your 40s and your life is disastrous. That's not good. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to help. I'm going to help you out right now. Uh, you didn't ask for my advice, but here I am, anxious to give it. All right? If you're 40 and your life's a disaster, it's probably almost all your fault. I know you don't want to hear that. I still have swamp ass pulled up on my computer. Hold on. 
I know you don't want to hear that. And uh, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Don't shoot the messenger. But you gotta, you gotta own up to the fact that you are miserable and it's probably your doing. All right? You gotta own up to it and start taking personal responsibility, hyper-personal responsibility for everything that happens in your life. All right? Take responsibility for your the fall, you know, the fucked up relationships you're in. All right? Maybe you shouldn't have been dating this person in this horrible relationship. I dated someone. It was terrible. Kind of dated. And it was horrible. Like, it, it ended up being terrible. It was very brief. But once things got terrible, it's like I completely cut myself off from that person. A lot of people have a, which was difficult because like, I had feelings for her. But, um, like, it's, you got to do that. You got to you gotta get rid of, of, of the bad, toxic shit in your life and the, the negative. I know, every, every, you, I know that everyone hears that, but you got to remove yourself from negative people and, and negative experiences as, as much as you can. I'm not saying that life's going to be easy, but, you know, if you can, I mean, you know, I've seen people close to me in bad relationships and it sucks, you know, because it's obvious from externally that, hey, it's not working out. Probably should get out of it. It's been years and you, you're miserable. Um, and then, but it's difficult and I get it because there's you know, a lot of feelings involved. There's a lot of emotions involved. So it's easier said than done, but so is everything else in life. So, yeah, get that in your, get that in your little brain. You get that in your brain, Trevor. Fuck you. Ah. So if you're 40 and your life's a disaster, you gotta own up to it, all right? What could you do? You're probably, and I'm just hypothetically speaking, I'm still speculative, you're probably uh, doing some sort of drugs. That, see, that, take, that takes out a lot of people. Uh, we all know people who are drink too much, do too many other drugs. Uh, it's common for drugs to take people out. We know this, folks. It's obvious. So uh, probably start figuring out how you can regulate your use of drugs and alcohol. Excuse me, drugs and alcohol. I as a I would recommend. I'm not against drinking though. That's the thing. It's like I'm. I'm also not against drug use. I'm not. Uh, I've drank. I've smoked. Done blow, heroin, bath salts. I was the one who ate that dude's face. No, I've I've drank and smoked weed. Uh, and it's not for me. The weed's not for me. I I enjoy drinking uh, a good bit, but I had been for a long time thinking. I've talked about this before. Uh, I've been thinking for a, a, quite a while that my life would probably be a lot better if I stopped. And so, and then I, I haven't drank now for, uh, let's find out. You know, I, I don't check too often because it's not, it's, not, it's not something I think about. How many days ago? How many days ago was May 5th, 2020? I have not drank in 246 days. So, um, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, I saw a ton of benefits from that. I'm not going to go into that, into it, but you should probably, probably stop drinking. Uh, you know, it's just that it's, it's, 
I could I could talk about the uh, the compound effect, the book that I'm reading right now. Um, here's 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 one example, I suppose. It's like you have one more drink uh, a day each day, so you have one more drink. Okay, so say you're having uh, what's an, what's an average drink? I like say you're having two two drinks a day. All right, now you're gonna have three. Okay, and it, and it and it's it's gonna sound really like hyper dramatic, but this is just an example I'm doing. So you have one extra drink a day. Okay, so now you're having three drinks a day. Okay, so now that little extra drink, let's say it like zaps your energy a touch, so you're a little little more lethargic the next day, and maybe a little hungover. Trevor, I get like six drinks and and I feel fine the next day. Okay, try doing that for the rest of your life, you dummy. See, yeah, we'll see where that takes you. Um, we all know people like that. I can drink like ten. It's but it's always like young kids. Like I can, I get an eighteen year old. I can drink like ten drinks and I'm fine the next day. Go to work. It's like good luck doing that for the next forty years, you dumb fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We all have to learn. And so you have one extra drink a day, so you wake up, you're a little hungover, a little lethargic. Okay, so now you're a little lethargic. Okay, so you have a little less energy. So now your performance at work goes down a little bit. Let's say you're in sales, and we'll call him Jim. Jim is the one who's going to fuck his life up with one extra drink. You're being dramatic, Trevor. Yes, I am. But it adds up, all right? So your Jim's a little lethargic, okay, from that one extra drink. But he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't really take notice of it because it's hard to become self-aware of all the habits that we get into. It's like habits are things we don't really almost give no conscious thought to. So uh, he has one extra drink. He gets a little lethargic. He's in sales, all right? So now he's got a little less energy, a little less enthusiasm, a little less vitality. So his sales sales numbers start to d- drop a little bit, okay? Well, his sales numbers start to drop slightly, and he gets discouraged, making them drop even a little more. So he gets, not only does he get discouraged, but he starts to get a little angry and a little resentful. And so his relationship with his wife and kids starts to distance, and it starts to become a little more, uh, a little more worse each and every day, very very small, very incrementally, but add that up over a 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 year marriage. And by the end, uh, that one extra drink led to a collapse in his career and his, his, his relationship with his wife and kids. See? <laughs> now, again, this is coming from a person who's not against drinking, uh, who who's not against uh, drug use in general. But I don't really engage in it. Just because I think the benefits outweigh the, uh, the what's the word? What's the opposite word of benefit? Why can't I never benefit the detriment? Opposite? Or antonym? Anton- I cannot spell antonym. <laughs> antonym for benefit. There we go. Detriment, disadvantage, drawback. So yeah, the benefits outweigh, in my opinion... Uh, the drawbacks of drinking. There we go. Yeah. So it was just this. It's it's a great book, and it, it's so true as far as just little things. It's like going to the gym every day is gonna seems like a little thing. Actually, it might seem like a big thing for for people starting off, but uh, even just drinking water instead of soda, like that's gonna change your life over time. You know, over. Like I have a friend who who for a long time and he I mean, he will drink, I don't know I think he still does, but I mean he'll drink like five six cokes a day, 
it's like, and it's so bad for you. It's so much sugar. Uh, it's not, it's like killing you. And in the, you know, each day, it doesn't seem like a problem. In fact, you know, you get a little energy and your body and your gut starts craving it because that's what you're feeding it constantly. So your gut biome is like, give me more of that sugary shit. And um, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But then fast forward, you know, like seven years now since, you know, since I've, I've known this person, it's like this person's gained a good bit of weight. Uh, definitely a good bit of weight. And, and then this person's like, oh, I should, I need to lose weight. Like shit. Cause it sneaks up on you, which is crazy to think, but it does. It's like eight, 10 years will pass like that. And then before you know it, you're fat or you're, you're useless. <laughs> like, like, you just got to stay sharp every day. You have to tr learn every day. You have to take care of yourself every single day and it's a lot of fucking work but if you don't you're going to be so much worse off in the future than if you were to take care of yourself it's like if you take care of yourself now and you do a little bit every day nothing's like and it's not a big thing again i'm not saying to do anything like hyper dramatic or extravagant or you know sp spontaneous but you just you got to just think like hey what am i doing like observe your habits look at whatever it is that you're doing and be like, okay, well, this isn't good. This isn't good. This is good. I could keep this. Okay. Get rid of those two things and replace them with X, Y, Z. And, um, yeah, you just got, it's just so important to, to, to develop good habits. Uh, it's so important when I was in college, you know, I had, thank God, sort of the understanding of, okay, my life is going to be a bit more stressful now. It's going to be a bit more, I have a bit more freedom and responsibility. And so I better make the most of that. And so, and I, like I said, I knew that my life was going to be a bit more stressful. And when I did get stressed out, I knew, fortunately, that I was going to either unconsciously or I'm, I wasn't thinking like this back then, but I was going to probably unconsciously or consciously react in some sort of way to cope with that stress. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people, I, at that point I had seen a lot of people cope with stress from drinking and like in the moment, it seems like nothing. And like, I know a million people who, and I, you know, I, I, I understand it like a million people who at the end of the uh, end of a long day who are stressed out, they go, my, I just need a drink, just need a drink, just need a drink. And like, I've done, I've done that too. And so it's like, you have that drink and you go, oh, like it's an it's an immediate relaxer um you know it's, it immediately sort of hinders your anxieties a bit but it's like you got to think long term it's like oh, you're going to be stressed out a lot throughout your life because uh, life is stressful so there's going to be a lot of moments where you are stressed out and so you have to think okay what's best for me long term with regards to my reaction towards mitigating stress. And so my conclusion was, uh, you know, when I'm stressed out, I'm going to relieve my stress at the, you know, beginning of a day, end of a day, middle of a day, whenever it is for me by going to the gym, I'm going to go exercise. And so, and that has paid off majorly because it's for one, it's the, as far as my, my opinion, if, if in my opinion, um, 
it's the best stress reliever. And this isn't me being fat and lazy and saying, just go to the gym and you'll feel better. This is me, you know, five, six, seven days a week for the last seven years straight going to the gym, being living proof of, 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 of using exercise as a means to uh, cope with stress and develop hopefully character and, and, uh, and, and self-growth and all these different things. It's like, there's, there's nothing better. And, and I can't emphasize it enough. Like if you're stressed, go and if you are stressed out and you have, uh, you know, an exhausting ex, um, exercise routine that you, that you jump into, you know, that day, that, that night, like you will feel better. And not only will you physically feel better because of the endorphin kicks and rush that's going through your body, but you're going to also be able to think with more clarity and uh, probably whatever it is you're thinking about. Sorry, I got a fucking thing popping up on my computer. Uh, probably whatever it is that you're thinking about, it's not going to seem as... as uh, as extreme or as intense, like, like not like there's, there's nothing that's actually changed. Nothing externally has changed, but internally and there you go. That's, that's the way to articulate it. Like your external problem is still going to be the same, but your internal attitude towards it is going to be different and it's going to help you deal with it in a different manner. Does that make sense? Does it? Yeah, so I, I, I was fortunate enough to just uh, understand that uh, when I moved out to college that I was like, hey, I'm going to be more stressed, um, more freedom, more responsibility. I better figure out ways to cope with it and deal with it. And and that's how I got into exercise. And um, yeah, yeah, you just you, you got to find healthy ways to deal with 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 what's going on. And and then it, it adds up over time. And, and then, you know, seven years later, like I know for a fact that because it bleeds into everything else. I know for a fact that I'm like more confident, I'm more competent, I'm more uh energetic and enthusiastic and vibrant and more uh able to deal with adversity and all these other sort of parts of me. I know that those have all been enhanced from like weightlifting. I just I know it. I know cuz I've seen my confidence increase and I'm not I'm not overly confident i am confident but um i've seen it and i felt my confidence increase uh because when you you know you 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 push yourself you start to understand you have a better understanding of yourself and and you realize that you're capable of more than you think and 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 you you accomplish something every day through exercise and you feel that sense of accomplishment and and you 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 just grow so much from it if, if you keep showing up and keep doing it. Like I said, I'm seven years in. And uh, and now it's like, it's better, in my opinion, it's, it's better to be addicted to alcohol, alcohol, better to be addicted to exercise than some other sort of coping mechanism such as alcohol, something like that. So I think it's pretty, pretty self-evident to all of us. Um, but yeah, all right, show that's all right, show that's the folks. That's what I was just gonna say. All right, folks, that's the show. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to reach out to the show, I'd love to fucking hear from you. The Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. That's the Trevor Olson Show at gmail. 
Oh, excuse me, at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And if you'd like to gain access, folks, to all sorts of cool, exclusive shit online, if you'd like to support me, and if you feel as if uh, my podcast or my music or my videos or whatever it is that I've done, if any of it has given you any value and you'd like to give something to me in return, uh, signing up on Patreon is for sure the best way to show your support. So sign up on patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Uh, you won't regret it. I'm always going to try my hardest to deliver you guys the best shit I can. Uh, Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. You guys all have a fantastic day. Take care of yourselves. Uh, have a fantastic week. Stay positive, but not like naively positive, all right? Just fucking keep working. All right, move forward. Push forward. Push yourself. You got to, in order to uh, achieve more, you got to become more. There you go. We'll leave it on that. We'll leave it on that positive note, folks. All right, keep moving forward. In order to achieve more, you got to become more. We'll see you Saturday.